0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to another edition of the Sideline Junkies DC Sports Rundown. It's me, it's me it's the big guy KG. Uh coming through. <laughs> Once again, it's moaning Monday. <sighs> I'm out here moaning. I'm moaning. I'm moaning. We're gonna get to that in a minute, but we let's let's tackle the good before we tackle the bad. We got the boss BJ in here writing checks.
1: Oh yeah, I'm here, baby, ready to go. And uh the big guy KG got me all riled up. So y'all think y'all think I talk a lot now? Oh, we gonna we really gonna put our heels in this tonight. And this is what I- We got wizard we got wizard stuff to talk about, and I wanna address something that a lot of Wizards fans feel slighted on. And they're currently playing the Hawks. I think the last time I checked, they were down like 9 to 10 to the Hawks.
0: Yeah, they down 10, 10, 36,
1: 26. In Atlanta. And David Bertans, Davis Bertans just gingerly limped off. So that's not a good sign. Mm. And they already down Hachimura. Um, try to do some research. Nobody um, outside of probably, you know, Capital One Arena knows why he's not there. But um, we, we'll get into that, KG. How you doing tonight, man?
0: I'm feeling good, man. You talk about I got you riled up. You got me
1: riled up. Oh yeah, we are gonna get into that, boy. Cause we oh. got some, we got some Washington football team stuff. And you know, I think I try to think of things, everything that we can suggest to Podbean, and and I know where this goes. You know, I'm not gonna say the other platforms we're on on Podbean. I don't want them to cut us off. But we got to figure out a way to take our clips and put them on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, wherever. could Because we hit on a lot of points that are being made by all your experts. And I'm not slighting the experts or anything, but I think we know what we're talking about. And well, yeah, I, 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 I just I want I want my flowers. I want I want you to get your flowers. You know, I want the sideline junkies as a whole to get their flowers because we we hit on information. I think we do a pretty damn good job, and uh, we we're gonna we we, won't, we 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 got some work to do. But let's get into this DC sports rundown, baby.
0: Yes, indeed. And as we said, coming in, Wizards are playing Atlanta in Atlanta. Uh, Hawks are three and three. Wizards are five and one, looking damn good. Um, thirty nine, thirty three right now. They were just down by ten. They just cut it to six. Um, the Wizards. I'm going to say this. The Wizards are, I think this is from Keefe from the block. My man, Wizards fan, extraordinaire. He's a little PO that in the power rankings, the Wizards are um, 12th. Good. Let them stay 12th because nobody's looking for them. Let nobody continue to look for the Wizards. That's good. That's good. They're 5-1 and and 12th in the rankings. That's good. Because one thing about the Wizards that people are not looking at outside of this area, the Wizards are scrappy. They they aren't heavy laden on talent, but they're scrappy. They should have lost that game in Boston. They pulled it out. This is a different team that you've seen prior the, the prior five years. This is a scrappy team. They do not give up. They are high on energy. I like the way they play ball a lot. So don't feel slighted about not being in the top three, top five of the power rankings. Power rankings mean nothing. You can be number one in the power rankings and still not win a championship. L.A. Don't get slighted by that.
1: And that's that's something i actually wanted to dive into cuz he he's not only he's not the only wizards fan that feels like that i don't personally feel like that and i just want to run through real quick the the top 10 list you got the jazz at number 1 the the miami heat at number 2 the brooklyn nets at 3 the warriors at 4 the bucks the reigning world champs at 5 the nuggets at 6 the new york Knicks at 7 the 76ers at 8 The Bulls at 9, the Lakers at 10, and in front of the Wizards at 11 are the Mavericks. Now, the only team on this list, and this is no slight to KG and the Chicago Bulls, that you can make a case for that maybe should be down with the Wizards are the Bulls. Because for it's the same case I'm going to make for the Wizards. The Wizards are 5-1. They're playing really good ball, but they are not proven. And, And all these teams except the Bulls. Because the Bulls got a whole new look squad new look squad, just like the Wizards do. These teams in front of the Wizards are proven. Philly, New York went made, made a deep run into playoffs. Denver, Bucks, Reign, and Champs, Warriors. Like, who are you going to replace on this list? There's nobody to replace on this list. So I'm okay with them being 12. okay? It's better than previous years where they're in the 20s, you know, or close to the bottom. They're getting recognition. They're 12th. But with six games in and the NBA brass and, you know, reporters and different people, they want to see the Wizards prove themselves now at the 10 games, at the 15 games, if this team is still rolling. Yeah, I expect to see them crack the top 10, you know, maybe top seven, you know. okay, those are the possibilities. But you can't put this team in front of other teams that have been proven over the last couple of seasons. Lakers won a championship a couple years ago. We already know what the Nets can do. Utah is one of my favorites, Utah and Phoenix, um, for um, the championship. And that's a team that's not in the top 10, the Phoenix Suns. The Hawks are behind the Wizards. Suns are 15th. West Represented the West in the finals last year. The Suns are 15th. So just think about that. I think the Suns should be in front of the Wizards, even at their record sitting at two and three, um, you know, it is what it is. Like like KG says, early they got to prove themselves, and and that you know we're we're young in the season, we're not even a quarter through this season yet, and they're gonna get their chance to prove themselves. And I disagree with what you, said Kevin, about them not having laced with talent. I think they got really good talent. I really do, man. I think from top to bottom, like I said, Davis Bertans just limped off gingerly. You know, hopefully he's okay. They're a sharpshooter. Get down Hachimura. Daniel Gaffer's back in the lineup tonight. But I think, like I said, man, I keep saying this. The team, you got lineups on the floor. Everybody that touched the ball can score. Everybody can contribute. You know, Kuzma's, you know, rebounding and scoring. KCP, you know, fighting on defense. Uh, Montres Harrell. You know, you got these guys. Daniel Gafford, that, you know, Neto that are are balling right now, man, and they're doing it as a collective unit. And I think if you're a Wizards fan, you got to be, like KG said, don't even worry about the rankings right now. When we talk 20 games and they're still doing good, you'll see the rankings go up. Right now, it's just an early premature nothing right now. Washington, the Washington football team is supposed to have a top three ranked defense. And the power rankings, they were top three ranked. Look where they are now.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: Power think,
0: rankings mean nothing.
1: It means nothing. Now, when you get 40, 50 games into the season, then, you know, maybe – not even that, 30. We you get 30 games, 20 games in the season, yeah, talk to me. Because now you know who the teams are struggling, um, what teams are weak where defensively, offensively, what team has holes. You're coming up on the all-star break. You know what teams are, are ready to unload some talent because they're going to rebuild for next year. So, no, I'm not, I'm not worried about the power Rangers KG.
0: Let me say this. And let me clarify what I said. When I said they're not laden with talent, what I'm saying is they don't have a Lakers squad. They don't have uh, a Knicks squad with a former MVP. They got guys that are talented. They are high-energy guys, Kyle Kuzma. Montrez Harold brings it every night. I love it. I, I've, I've loved his game for quite some time. I don't mean that they're short on talent as like, oh, well, they just got a bunch of rag tags and a a couple of uh, miscreants. No, 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 no. I mean that they don't have a bunch of superstars is what I mean. When I say, you know, they don't have talent. That's all. I'm not slighting them. I'm not saying, well, yeah, they okay, but they not all that. So just saying, um, you got something else about the Wizards, or you, you, you ready to get into this debate? Because this is this is one for the ages.
1: My bad, man. I'm doing, you know, our producer stuff, me and you doing the background. I shared the show to Facebook, shared it to Twitter. I'm trying to figure out where else I need to share it to. You know, we're doing our own legwork, man, because, uh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, some of them checks bouncing, so I had to let some people go. So.
0: What, you want to know something real funny? What's that? I'm doing the same thing you're doing. <laughs>
1: Hey, hey, <laughs> that's why I was like, Cause I, I was I was in the middle of sharing the show. And it's, I can't go back to the thing to unmute my mic until I finish without doing what I was doing. So I was hot. Ah, I got to hurry up and share this. But, you know, it's all good. Now, that's that's all I got to add with the Wizards, man. Like I said, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm I'm actually outside enjoying this crisp night. And I'm looking at the game through the balcony door. Uh, I see somebody. They They got some. Uh, commercial festivities on the court right now, so but it's all good. But yeah, Wizards, don't worry about the Wizards. They they're gonna they're gonna sort themselves out in the power rankings too. Ooh, I agree.
0: Now, let's get into the meat and potatoes.
1: Ooh. The
0: Wizards, the Wizards got their their, their 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 due, and it's early. Somebody said it's fool's gold. Don't call it fool's gold. Let them bowl. Give them their flowers while they bowling. And they're doing good. And when they lose, they're not losing by 30. And, you know, they're just discouraged. They're, they're fighting to the end. Let them do their thing. But now the meat and potatoes of this show, Delante's Broncos plays spoiler to my new new scheme, new us uh, 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 regime that was supposed to start yesterday. The Broncos win 17-10 to 10 over the Washington football team. Taylor Heineke, 24-39, 270, a touchdown, two picks. He threw a pick at the end of the half and a pick at the end of the game. Jared Patterson took the brunt of the carries yesterday, 11 carries, 46 yards. Um, Antonio Gibson, only eight carries, 34 yards. J.D. McKissick, three for 10. J.D. McKissick also led in receiving, eight catches, 83 yards. Um, DeAndre Carter, three catches, 51 yards. Scary Terry, three catches, 23 yards. Um, even Cam Sims got out there, one catch for two yards. I mean, uh, twenty yards. Defensively, Landon Collins had a sack, nine tackles from Cole, Cole Hogan. Uh Collins had eight eight tackles, seven from Cameron Curl, uh, six from Saint Juice. Chase Young had four, Payne had four in a sack. Allen had four in a sack. Uh, Smith Williams had three in a sack. Uh, I mean, Ianitis had an assist. Montez Sweat. Zeros all across the board. Now, here's my thing. Playing a Broncos team that sported Teddy Bridgewater, who looked like the old Teddy back in Minnesota days, 19-26, 213, and a touchdown. Uh, Melvin Gordon, 10 carries, 47 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, Patrick, three catches, 64 yards. Melvin Gordon even caught a touchdown. And – Simmons had two picks with seven tackles. This team needs help. And I'm t- when I say this team, I'm talking the Washington football team. Delante, I see there, the man of the hour, tower of power, too sweet to FB South. Get on up in here and give your Broncos their flowers.
2: What's going on? What's going on, fellas? What's up? What's, up? What's up? Wait, 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 wait. You, you, you hear how chipper he is? You, oh, you, I ain't you hear that?
0: see, see this is when you know you the little brother because the big brother just come in and just all chipper because his team beat the little brother's team.
2: I love it, but brother, uh, go ahead, do your thing, man.
0: <laughs> you just sound really happy.
2: Nah, so uh, this this will be no gloat, you know, presentation because uh, we, we literally try to give that game to y'all. Like, you know, like early Christmas gift, Secret Santa gift wrap, give that game to y'all, like that the our last offensive drive, and y'all, and I'm sure y'all know y'all talk you know what I'm talking about. The uh the failed bootleg, and then he, you know, Teddy threw it, and then Gordon fumbled. I'm like, dude, are you serious? So I I wasn't I wasn't happy. Yeah, I you know, I my Bronco Twitter fan, they like, uh, some of them like ah when is a win, but the real ones they know that ain't th- that's not it, man. That's not it. That's not it. That was that was lackluster, piss poor. I, I give a lot of credit. I'm gonna tell you something. That the kid Heineken, he played his ass off. He played his ass off. Um and then that running back y'all had um coming in. I, uh, forgive me, I I know he's a new kid, but he played good too. Um but I I, I wasn't nah, that's that that ain't one of them wins you can like hang on a trophy case. Not even close. It's one of the wins. You can be like, let's still fire this offensive coordinator because it's just it's a garbage production, man. Even even though we have four and four, and then the playoff race, it's a garbage production. And I'm I'm gonna wait until uh, tomorrow night show to talk about uh, the obvious that the blockbuster that happened today, but it was I, know, I I'll definitely tip my head off to Washington and to UKG and say it was a good game. You know what I'm saying, but. You know, me being a Denver fan, I, I I was not pleased. I'm not pleased, and that's real. I can understand that, and
0: I, I, that last that last drive was head scratching. I will say that, and to say that it was gift wrap, I think that's an understatement because we should have did more with that last drive. And I say we as in the Washington football team should have did more with that last drive. You didn't, it's like, they didn't even try. It's like they was going out there like, uh, oh, what do we do? What do we do? What do we do? Um, which way did he it go? It's like the play calling was shoddy at best. And it was, it, it was terrible, terrible, terrible late game managing. When you had a chance to tie the game was number. That's number one. Number two, Chris blew it. Blew it again. We cut D hop for this cat. And this this is this is the, the return investment? Are you serious right now? This is what we get back? I'm not happy with that. Thirdly, Landon Collins, who we'll get into in a second, played a pretty damn good game, yet again with this hybrid role roaming around the box, making tackles. He had a couple stunning tackles behind the line. Very, very good. Is it too little too late? We'll jump into that in a minute. Now, as a whole, this team could be better. I asked the boss, BJ, and I also asked Lady C this because uh, Jameis Winston went down yesterday. And I asked her, I said, if Jameis is out for a significant amount of time, do you go get Cam? Instantly, she didn't take no time to respond back. She said, no, I'm going with Simeon. I said, okay. I asked the boss BJ once again, are you ready to pull the plug on Heineke and sign Cam? Boss BJ?
1: My bad. Mute button on. My answer is it depends on what the front office of the Washington football team feels like where they are in this season. If they feel like this season is lost, if they feel like that they're too far in the hole, because right now this is Dallas's division to lose. And the way that the Washington football team is playing, they, they're no match for the Cowboys. So if you feel like that, okay, we got to retool this thing, then you keep Heineke a quarterback, and you let him play out his rookie season, quote-unquote, and you see if this guy can – Lead your franchise, and it's frustrating going to Twitter and seeing that you know people killing Heineke, keep killing but It's not Blewett's fault. He he got hired. Y'all wanted Hopkins gone. He's gone, and now you got a kicker doing the same thing. When you could have let the kicker you had try to fight out of his funk a little bit, you knew what you got with Hop. You knew what his distance was. You know what I'm saying. Um, and you made a change, and I just don't understand why Ron made that change. It, it almost feels like he was forced to make that change because he said he already said a couple of weeks ago, "Hey, it's not really much out there. You know, it's not like we're going to go get uh, Venitari or uh, you know Vandajet or you know Prater or somebody like that. We're not getting no. We're not getting better. You're going to get a kicker that might." do what D-Hop was doing. You're not going to go get a kicker that's going to make the rest of the field goals for the rest of the season. Just not going to do it. You know, Uh, if that was the case, you could have got that kid off of Instagram to keep kicking 65-yard field goals, you know, if you wanted to roll the dice and take a chance. But if you feel like your season's over, you stick with Heineke. If you're trying to salvage your season, and you feel like that, hey, we still have a shot at the division, you go get Cam Newton. That's that is what it is. You know? Um, I like Heineke. I don't understand the slander, the drive he led, the touchdown. He made a hell of a throw. And I just keep people saying, oh, he got a he got a second string arm, this, that, and the other. No, he has a second string quarterback mentality right now because he doesn't have the experience. He doesn't have the experience. I don't understand, like, for what he's putting out there right now and the throws he makes and what he shows you, yeah, everybody, I don't think anybody disagrees. He got the heart of a line. You know, that's not in question. The team loves him. But, you know, some of it's on him. And some of it's on the receivers, baby, because I watched that game yesterday. And a couple of times where he didn't have places to throw to, then receivers didn't have any separation. I don't know if it's play calling. I don't know if it's the Washington receivers' fault or if the Broncos' coverage is that good. But it was a couple of times, not more than a couple of times because a couple is two. It was several times I watched plays where Heineke didn't have anywhere to go and there was a Bronco on everybody. Nobody was open. That's why McKissick had eight catches. Nobody was open, not even Terry McLaurin, not even Scary Terry. Okay? So, you know, it's, <sighs> to, to, to answer your question, it just depends on what this franchise feels like they at now. I feel like this is rebuilding. This, this, this team is not going to, you know what I'm saying, you know, you have a chance if you you know if you get Cam on the the bye week, and you get him in because Cam ready to go. You know Cam is not Ka- 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 Kaepernick where he's been sitting for a long time. Cam just just was playing, and you saw what he did in New England last year on on coming in late, trying to learn their playbook. You know, so yeah, I would I, if you want to turn your season around, and get Cam. If you want to, you know, fill out the team for the rest of the season, you let Heineke start. If, if if Fitzpatrick come back, you might let Fitzpatrick throw a game and, you know, see what he got to see if you want to resign him back next year. But I just think that, the and we're going to get into this football team and this organization, I just think the expectations, and I said this last show, show before, the expectations have to go way down because the expectations for the division was with Ryan Fitzpatrick at quarterback and you don't know what that could have been. You know, you're a veteran quarterback, understanding where people are supposed to go, you know, making throws that maybe, you know, seeing stuff that Heineke wouldn't see because he has the experience. Like, I don't fault Taylor Heineke. I just don't, man. I I really don't. Like, he's been asked to win games every week. Like, like if you want (laughs) to, he don't have the experience, but he's, like, getting the experience and dog is right now because he got to throw forty 30, 40 times a game. got to throw 40, 30, 40 times a game as a rookie. So, KG, which way y'all going? Well, that's a
0: good question. <clears throat> I mean, you know, we talked about it off air. We talked about the cam element and, um, you know, what could happen. And one thing you said that I agree with you 100% is cam would kill heineke it would kill his confidence kill probably kill his time here right now we talked about the offensive side of the ball what needed to be done we need offensive linemen chase ruye has a fractured tibia fibia tibia fibia he got a fracture leg. so um he's going to be out for some time defensively they're shopping safety slash linebacker landon collins ron Rivera made it clear that landon collins is available now here's where the debate between me and the boss bj started it started in the sideline junkies group chat because as delante alluded to earlier about the blockbuster trade that happened that we're gonna we're not gonna discuss that tonight because it's a dc show but we'll talk we'll talk about that tomorrow and yes ron said that himself <laughs> that he they're open to this is from the press conference of Ron Rivera. Yes. These are things that Ron has said. Just like the whole Daniel Snyder being involved in the draft thing. Yes, this is all true. But they're shopping Landon Collins to anybody. And I told the boss BJ, you can get at least, at the least, three draft picks back for Landon Collins. You can get a second, a third, and a conditional. Because the amount of money that he's going to have to, he's going to require to get rid of. Somebody has to have the cap. Of course, it can be worked out. We've seen it done countless times. The conditional draft pick is going to wind up being how many snaps he plays. And that one of those draft picks could wind up being uh, another third. This is where we differ. He doesn't feel, and tell me if I'm wrong, the boss BJ doesn't feel that Landon Collins is worth that much.
1: In return, absolutely not. Absolutely not. One because of the contract situation, and because of the play on the field. Like he's, like now, and, and you know, no disrespect to Landon Collins. He had a hell of a game last game, hell of a game. You know, he's playing, playing like he's he's tired of hearing people talk about him. And 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 what week are we in? Eight, nine.
0: When eight. At the last the last day
1: of week eight okay so he- here's my thing this defense has been struggling for it it's eight weeks we saw the first four four, or five weeks just an absolute debacle on the secondary miscommunications left and right it takes you eight weeks to make adjustments to f- be like okay he's a hybrid we got to move him to hybrid we got to change his role he's still going to be involved in the passing game but You know, we're going to have to bring different packages in to utilize what he does the best, which is line of scrimmage, hard hitter. Okay, he's not Sean Taylor. He's not he's not Cam Curl. He he can't cover the way a a traditional strong safety or a free safety would. He just he's not that. Okay, but here's my problem. And I told KG this in the, the text. Only if y'all could get access. We might do a, a Patreon just for our WhatsApp because that is gold, okay? But anyway, I told KG, if I'm a coach and I've been watching football for, I'm, I'm 40, so I've been watching football for 30 years. The first game of the season, the Chargers, where Justin Herbert was lighting Washington up, throw after throw after throw. Why are we in week six, seven? And you're like, yeah, he's a hybrid. We're going to use him more as a hybrid. When I go into halftime of week number one against the Chargers, week one, I'm like, I got to make an adjustment. I got to make an adjustment. This is not working. It took you eight weeks to figure out Atlanta Collins was better in the box. That is a complete failure of coaching. And I blame that on Ron Rivera. I blame that on Jack Del Rio and whoever else has a say in that defense. That blame is on them and not on Landon Collins. Because if you do what you're asked to do, just like if if you work with somebody, if you're doing what you're asked to do and one of your coworkers is doing the same thing, but they're not good at it, eventually somebody's going to make a change because the productivity is not there. If you're not getting productivity like you think you should, then you have to make changes. And for the – I just – Like, I want to reiterate this. For it to take eight weeks, it just tells you where this franchise is. This franchise, like, I'm really upset. This franchise is an embarrassment. It is. It's an absolute embarrassment. Like, them bringing Ron Rivera in, like, I had faith in Ron Rivera. I'm like, okay, this this dude is a no-nonsense dude. People love him. And you know he's not afraid to you know mix things up, change things, and and put things on the field that works. And it's just, bro, he's fell into the Washington black hole here, where it's just like who's running this team? Who's running this team? Where it takes eight weeks to figure out Landon Collins is a hybrid safety. And yes, and you know I didn't see the press conference, that's why I was kind of surprised that. Ron said that out his mouth, and that's fine. Somebody is always a taker. There's always a taker, you know. And I and I said this in the WhatsApp chat when I said the Wizards need to move John Wall. Oh, nobody's going to take his salary. He's super max. Blah blah blah. They move John Wall when Otto Porter signed that big deal and just absolutely fill out the face of the, the earth. I said they need to move Otto. Oh, nobody's going to take his salary. Blah blah blah, and somebody in Chicago took it. Look, it's always there's more than what you see as far as when these deals come out for the media. Sometimes these deals are, hey, I'm gonna scratch your back this time. I might need you in the future. Just like what the Atlanta Hawks did for Carmelo Anthony, they took his contract because they had the cap space, ate it, released him. That's a scratch your back move, like hey, my, my, I'm gonna need you. Remember this, because I'm gonna need you later or something come up, don't forget this favor I did for you. And there might be a couple of teams that's in on it. But, like, I, you know, they might be talking on the phone, three, four teams, like, look, I look, Atlanta, I, We, you got the castaway. We all owe you a favor if you do this Carmelo deal and just release them. Right? I do it. Y'all owe me. All three of y'all owe me. And don't think it's not the same all across the board. NFL, people are talking. Somebody might be calling Landon Collins, but, like, ah, I can't get – I want him. I can use him perfectly but I can't get the cap space. I'm like, all right, let me call such-and-such, get them on the phone, we we'll make it a three-team. Oh, you know what? Such-and-such might be able to help us because you need this piece. It's a lot you you might not see, that you know, the press of Adam Schefter release and stuff, but it's a lot of under-the-table handshaking. Just look at these emails that just came out with John Gruden and Bruce Allen and God knows who else in there, okay? There's a lot of handshaking and under-the-table deals going on. So you might see Landon Collins move And it might kill Washington's cap. But Washington might have something come in return that you might not see. So, yes, I think, and I told KG this earlier, and I'm going to let him get on here and talk. But I told him it's it's time for it's best if both sides move on. Because Landon Collins is a pro. And I know we've killed him on this show. But he's a pro, and I know it has to kind of tug at him and hurt him that He's failed here in Washington because his idol is Sean Taylor. And, you know, for, for him to come here and not live up to those expectations, like just think of a dream you had, something you wanted to be, and you can't live up to that. You get your chance and you just like, – like like if you're a father or a mom, you fail your kids. You drop the cake on the way home on the birthday. You don't have a cake coming in the house. Just imagine that feeling. That's how – That's how probably Landon Collins feels right now. And yeah, Ben, he did have his best game, and they. But that's what I'm saying. Why did it take eight weeks to put him in a position to have his best game? Why do you have him back there, covering people that he can't cover? Like when you bring Landon Collins in, and this is thinking outside the box. If you bring Landon Collins in, and you KG, what is what is what is Washington? Are they three four four three? It's three. supposed to be 4-3. Okay. You bring Landon Collins in. A couple of plays. Landon Collins is lining up at left outside linebacker for me. And I got you – know, who, who, who who's the two safeties in the back? Cam Curl and who else?
0: Bobby McCain.
1: Bobby McCain, Cam Curl in the back. Strong safety, free safety. Landon Collins at left outside linebacker, depending on the personnel. Then I might move um, – him back to strong safety, but I might come up in the 46 and put him in the box. Like, why why, why me as a fan? Why can I think of that? You have a safety that is a very good tackler and a bone-crushing hitter. And I think he was flourished checking tight ends and running backs. But when you ask him to go cover a, a quarter of the field, that's where his weak spot is. Unless you have really strong corners and a pass rush that is making the the quarterback get the ball out. And they don't have that. They don't have a strong pass rush. And if I hear another broadcast say they got four first-round draft picks, I'm coming through the TV. You're
0: going to hear that every week.
1: Every week. Look, we know. We know they got four first-round draft picks. Thank you. Okay? Why, Why can't these coordinators think outside the box. Jack Del Rio, he's been a, 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 a above average defensive coordinator his whole career. Not so good of a coach, above average defensive coordinator. You know, not the best, but not the worst. Like I got Landon Collins. Like, look, whoever, who, who's who's a um, who's a left outside linebacker?
0: Jesus, you put me on you put me on the spot. <laughs> it's all
1: good. It's all good. not. But whoever whoever that is, look. Landon's Landon coming in that net that, that play.
0: John and Davis.
1: Okay, yeah, John and Davis. You know, Landon, uh, I'm lying, land, I'm I'm lining three four, I'm or uh, four three, I'm lining. Or oh, you put them at right side, put them on the weak side, let him blitz. You still, you know, if you come out of three, four, you still have him blitz from the weak side, you still send him four people. You put them in a four-three, you have them cover or blitz. Now you send him five but you have better coverage people on the field. Like, we talked about this last year when they, when they drafted Chase Young, and they, we, was like, we were all excited. and they got Chase Young, Montez Sweat, Allen and Payne, ionitis. You got all these people. You can move them around. I see Chase Young line up in the same spot every damn down. Why not move them? That whole offensive line should be rotating. I'm sorry, the defensive line. The whole defensive line is rotating. Move sweat on one side. Maybe maybe it's an advantage you, you didn't pick up on. If Chase Young goes to the, to the opposite side, he might have an advantage on somebody that just can't handle his speed. Because you're talking about the NFL, we're talking about half a step, a quarter of a step that can make a difference, and you getting to the quarterback and, and making him throw something he don't want to throw in, a game-changing interception. So I don't. I just don't understand when I see the team lineup, the same people, same places, and it's not working. And it takes you eight weeks to figure out it's not working. Like, what the hell is going on in Ashburn?
0: Well, one thing—it's uh, crazy. Now Ben just checked in in the text window. He's played some. DT his problem is his best pass rush move is patty cake. That that that's the problem in Ashburn. It's technique. If you look at the defensive line, everybody's in the bull rush. Everybody's playing hero ball. Nobody plays contain. I'm not even sure if the Midnight Rider
1: would need Ooh, I got something good for y'all too. Okay. I got something good for y'all. Mm, mm, the,
0: mm. The Midnight Rider, I could be offensive coordinator going against Washington defense. Midnight Rider is my quarterback. I guarantee you he'd throw for 500 yards in the game with subpar receivers. You know why? Because he'll have the time. All he has to do is drop back, wait a little bit, step up into the pocket, and throw. Because when he steps up into the pocket, there's nothing there. Only time Mm -hmm. is something there is if Matt Ioannidis is there. Because Matt Ioannidis, he waits, And then he pushes the pocket. Once he pushes the pocket, everybody else should already be collapsing. It's a technique problem with the defense. We talked about in the chat, we talked about uh, releasing um, Jack Del Rio. (laughs) (laughs) 385, I'm not a pocket passer.
1: (laughs) Well? Ben said he putting 100 on the ground and a touchdown.
0: Well, that's fine. Hey, Hey, he putting up Pro Bowl numbers. And if I played Washington 16 weeks out of 17, we 16 and one. And that one loss is probably to like Seattle or something that would scheme a little bit better. Because Washington's defense, it's not what it should be. It should be uh, uh, dominating. It's not putting fear in anybody because you can run all over them. You could just run all over them. You know why? Everybody's playing hero ball. Everybody's out for self. Now, as far as Landon Collins go, who we were talking about, left outside linebacker, right outside linebacker, blitz him up the middle. I be sending him every which away. Aaron Rodgers, I said this in the chat. Aaron Rodgers said, watch for 26. Watch 26. What did 26 do? 26 got in the backfield, made the tackle. 26 should be on your mind every time. Because if you pick up 26, you need to worry about 55, Cole Hokum. You need to worry about 99, Chase Young, 90, Montez Sweat, Allen Payne, Tim Settle. These are guys you need to worry about coming at you. Because we shouldn't be rushing four. We can't get home with four. We haven't been able to get home with four in years. Uh, Hell, I think we were still in high school when we were able to get home with four. And we were barely doing that. You cannot do that in this league. Not right now.
1: I'm about to hit this home run y'all set up for me. But first, I'm going to say this. I've, I've, I've said from the beginning that the Alabama connection ain't working. It's not impressive to me. And if I'm the GM, I'm unloading one of them in a trade deadline if I can. That's not working. Maybe they need to to put glasses on them and and make the other team look like LSU. And maybe they think they're in college again because on a pro level, these are average defensive tackles. These are not worthy of first-round picks. And I'm talking about Payne and Allen, okay? Because if they were as dominant as they're supposed to be, then just look at, Baltimore, Tennessee's defensive line. That middle cave in. Just look at a couple weeks ago when my beloved Buffalo Bills lost in Tennessee. The Tennessee defensive line, if you go watch that play where Josh Allen slipped, if Josh Allen, I just talked to to Gary about it, if Josh Allen didn't slip, if you look at the top view, 76, I believe, is that Feliciano? They tossed him on his butt. This is game. L- listen to this. This is game on the line, man time, balls in your hand, and you get shoved back like a rag doll. That is a defensive line, ladies and gentlemen. Aaron Donald. People like Warren Sapp and Dominick Sue in his prime. These, this is what first round picks are supposed to do. These are third and fourth, fifth round picks. These are guys you pick up off the street. They're not playing like no damn first-round picks. They are horrible. Since they've been in the middle, I wa- Kevin, we have to finance that. Stat. I guarantee you, since they've been in the middle together, the opposing team has to have over 3.8 yards per carry on the ground. Have to. They have to. They have to. They are, they are non-factor damn near. They're non-factor. They're horrible. I've said this for long. I've said this for how long they've been together, KG? Uh,
0: what's this, year four I've
1: they've been, been saying, together? I've been saying this for three years. I've been saying this for three years. That's not working. The reason they got drafted is because they played for Alabama, and Bruce Allen was hoping he could hit a home run by just drafting some Alabama players.
0: Now, see that 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 gets into the other part of the debate that we were having. Now, no, hold on, hold on, no.
1: hold on, okay, okay, I, okay. I, I, I got, I I use my my slow motion pill, and I got this, I got this nice white baseball sitting across home plate, and I've been taking my time. I, I I you know got my bat together and stuff, and I'm ready to hit this home run. And Ben brought up a good point. Chase Young, you know, one one trick pony. He he has it. Speed, move, you know, not to move, but he has the speed, he has the intangibles. And I think Montez Sweat does too. But here is where this franchise has failed since Daniel Snyder has been the owner. They have alienated their alumni and made them feel like absolute worthless pieces of whatever you want to call them. When your alumni is what carried this franchise and made them what they were. The Super Bowls come from your alumni, and you have alumni, and I'll let Kevin name them, you have alumni on defense that were great Hall of Fame-worthy type pass rushers that you could call and be like, we need you to work with Chase Young. And you can't call them because they don't want nothing to do with you. You have the tools, and even if you can't call them, why haven't you called somebody else? Why as it ha- why why have we heard Michael Strahan and Redskin Park working with Chase and working with Montez Sweat, um, whoever else? Think it's another uh, who's another good pass rusher? Uh, KG, I'm I I can't think of anything. I'm well, I'm, I'm, well, fir- I'm furious with this team.
0: <laughs> two 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 things. Uh, ben says this won't happen, but I would love to see. I would love to trade Payne and then extend Tim Settle, save some money long term.
1: It's, it's not. It. That's no, about the third time I've seen that today. It's no way you can. You already gave Jonathan Allen money. Right. Which I, which I think was an absolute mistake. It's absolutely no way you can give Payne money. It's no way you can give Payne money. Absolutely no. I wouldn't give it to him, even if he signed for way less. Like, no, I need production. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I need production out of this position. That's why I'm not resigning you. It's not because I don't have the money. I might have the money, but I actually need a defensive tackle to maybe get into the backfield every now and again. True.
0: Now, as far as alumni you can call, you, you got Ken Harvey in the building. Ken Harvey. And my one of my favorite outside linebackers, I'm not going to say one of the greatest, but one of my favorite outside linebackers that could rush the passer was Ken Harvey. You could call uh Charles May. You could. I mean, these are people that you could call. But like you said, this team has been a shit show since Daniel Snyder took over. You reference a black cloud in our chats. Over the team and I told you the reason why there's a black cloud over the team Daniel Snyder and we went back and forth. Let me tell you something. I'll say this on air. So it's on record Daniel Snyder tries too much to be like Jerry Jones He tries to have his fingers in everything. That's why Dwayne Haskins was drafted. That's why uh, 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 RG3 was drafted because in, in initially in 2012 It was supposed to be Russell Wilson It was supposed to be Kirk Cousins and Russell Wilson show not RG3 He has a habit of overruling the football people Instead of going with what they say That's why we have this black cloud in the last 22 years. How many great drafts have we had we I think we did a show where Washington had the best draft class and that was the that wasn't that wasn't the Montez Sweat. It was a year before, so that was the Jonathan Allen draft. I think it was one of the one whichever one we were. Uh, we 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 would have had in um the year before, and Ben chimed and he said Wilson or Cousins would never have happened. Twenty twelve, no, but you know Shanahan wanted to take Wilson. He went before he took Cousins. He wanted to take Wilson. He was vetoed. Uh, uh in, the, in the uh 2019 draft With Dwayne Haskins uh, uh Santos stood up on a table And yelled We do not need to draft Haskins That's not who we need Dan said draft him Santos walked out of the war room Slammed the door He got fired two months later Because he stood up to Dan Dan is a narcissist In the best way possible He's an a-hole and a narcissist. He thinks he knows everything. But the keys to a great leader and a and someone that as a CEO runs a business, hire people around you that know more than you do. They're smarter than you and pay them to do the damn job. He doesn't do that. That's why we have this black cloud. That's why we can't win games. That's why we can't draft. Because the people that are in place right now, it's Martin Mayhew, Marty Herney, Ron Revere. He wants to tell them how to do their job. And the thing is, I said this to BJ and BJ didn't agree. I said, John Madden made a statement. He said, to tell how successful a coach is going to be, how many people does he have to go through to get to the owner? On paper, Ron has to go through Martin Mayhew and Marty Herney. He shouldn't have to go to anybody. And I'm not asking for personnel decision. I said. Open your pocketbook. This is the guy we want. The numbers work out. We just need you to sign off on it. That's it. I'm not asking you to evaluate time. I'm not asking for permission. I just need you to pay the damn money. That's it. And Ben chimed in. He said the fan base would have gone crazy if you started 2012 without a first round QB. Yeah, but look at Wilson and look at Cousins. Cousins came in and once he started, he rolled. Uh, out of four years, three, 4,000-yard seasons with subpar receivers, imagine That's if true. they would have opened the books and I let them mean, get some real talent. But
1: it, It's so much to address here, and I, I, I don't mean to cut you off. It's so much to address here. Go for it. Everything – I have li- I grew up in this area. I listen to Sports Talk 980 religiously, 106.7 fan religiously, and I hear people calling and watching the football team fans – I see them on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Everything that they've asked for, this fan base has asked for, they've gotten. They wanted Kirk Cousins gone. He's gone. You wanted Dustin Dustin Hopkins gone. He's gone. Everybody was so excited for Landon Collins. He's here. (laughs) Everything that this fan base... before I get into the Dan Snyder thing, everything this fan base has asked for, they've damn near gotten. And it's just, what? What do you want now? And to your point about Dan Snyder, what, what John Madden said, I don't agree with that. I don't agree with that. How, how successful a coach would be is how people he has to go through to go through the owner. The owner has every right, even if it's Dan Snyder, even if it's douchebag Dan, OK, has every right. You're not going to come to me on my business and just say, hey, I just need you to sign this check. We already got the numbers worked out. We're drafting this. We're, we're going to we want to sign this guy. And I'm like, OK, tell me about this guy. Like, I want to know what, what what kind of character is. Does he have any um, pending, you know, legal issues that's going to, you know draw attention to the franchise that I don't want. Um, you know, is he a bad guy? Is he a domestic? I want to know all of this. I'm spending millions of my money. So even if it's Dan Snyder, he has every right. And you, you coming to me and saying, hey, just sign this. Hell no. That's not how it works, ladies and gentlemen. If you're running a successful business, you just don't sign checks when people bring you stuff. You want to know the what, the why, the when, where, why is it happening? Why do we need this? How is it going to make my business better? Is it going to, you know, are we getting more productivity out of this machine we're buying? Is this quarterback we're bringing in, why are we bringing this quarterback in? If we bring in Cam Newton, in, do you feel like that we can turn the season around and actually win? Because we've been struggling and I'm kind of apprehensive about it. So I would like to talk to Coach Ron and yourself, we have a, we need to have a meeting, and we need to discuss this. I'm open to this, but y'all have to explain to me why we're bringing Cam Newton in, because this team looks like we're nowhere close to winning a division. Okay, that's the owner's right, and if, like I said, Washington fans, you ask for something, y'all want Dan Snyder gone, y'all want Dan Snyder's hands out of everything. Okay, fine, but what Kevin just laid out. Dan Snyder's hands isn't out of it. If Ron Rivera is bypassing the GM to go talk to Dan Snyder, isn't that the issue that Washington football team fans complain about? That's that's the main issue. You want you, you want Dan not to be his hands in it at all. He don't want him to make any other decisions, which is unfair for somebody running their business. Okay? If the chain of command works which we see a lot of times in the NFL, there's a problem with the coach, the GM, the coach don't like each other, blah, blah, blah. That's that's mainly some of the issues. But if you have the right relationship, Ron Reverse should be able to call the GM be like, look, I think we could turn this season around, but I need Cam Newton. And that's a big decision. That's a big decision because, like I say, it's other ramifications to that decision you're absolutely axing Taylor Heineke's career. There is no coming back for Taylor Heineke. So that's it for him. There is no we're going to see, you know, start him in a preseason next year. That's it for him. You bring Cam in, Cam probably got, what, well, two to three years left of solid football. He's in shape. He's been, you know, he keeps his body together. You know, you could probably get two two years out of Cam, two to three years out of Cam, stop back, stop gap quarterback, better than Fitzpatrick. You get that. But you you're killing Heineke, and if you can live with that as a business, as a person, killing this man's career because there is no coming back. You put him in the backup. You're going to kill his confidence. End of the season, you're going to cut him. That's it. And that's 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 been his journey the whole time. And that's why I keep saying he's a rookie quarterback. He's been in the league since 2015 with eight starts, and people expect him to be putting up damn Marino numbers. Impossible when receivers can't get separation, when your, your offensive coordinator won't open up his playbook. And he, you know, it actually looked like the the playbook got a little, a little saucy against the Broncos. I was like, this is encouraging. Why haven't they been doing this for eight weeks? They need to open it up more. I forgot who I was watching. It was the saints. Sean Payton was on page, 1470 on his page book. Okay, they were doing all types of shit. Trying to keep but the Buccaneers off guard and they did and they won. And that's how you do it in this league. But to say that the owner shouldn't have any input and in, uh, in financial decisions that's made, that's like saying, like, we're gonna do we're gonna do this re- repart this 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 part of the state and we're gonna redo this, it's gonna cost 700 million and you just walking up to the owner and say, hey, sign this. I don't worry about what it's for, but we need 700 million. You don't think I want to know why I'm spending 700 million? That's like if he – let's just say he he keeps the team and they build a new stadium. You don't think he's going to have input in that?
0: Of course he is. But what hmm. I'm saying is – this is what I'm saying. Let's, let, let's, let, let's say you're the owner of the Washington Sentinels. And I, I'm just I love to remove a replacement. So that's why I was going. Delante's the GM. I'm the head coach. Now, me and Delonte have a very good working relationship. Me and Delonte sat down. We talked about drafting this player. We did the work. We had the background check. He's good. He's a fit for our scheme. We can work around him. He can work around us. He passed the interview process. We go to you. This is who we're going to assign. This is how much money we need. Sign it. I don't want to hear. Well, I don't like this guy. I want you to sign this guy. Why? Well, oh, he's from the area. I don't want to hear that from you, as my owner. Let me let me make the football decisions. You make the business decisions. As far as how much the popcorn's gonna cost, how much the hot dogs are gonna cost, how much you are gonna charge for a bottle of water. But when it comes to the product on the field, I'm the the, the, the HNIC right there. That's what I am. I'm the HNIC. All I need you to do is write the check, sign the check. That's it. But, but I'll take care of what's on the field.
1: But you just but you're not because you're not writing the checks. The guy. Yeah, that but did if it, you hamstring me, how can I do it? And, and but I I agree with you. I agree with what you're saying. If you're nitpicking, oh I like this guy better. Like if and here's the thing, we we know for the most part, Dan Snyder is an incompetent owner. We know that. Okay, I'm talking about a competent owner. But even Dan Snyder, that has to sign his checks. I need to have a meeting with y'all because this is a big decision. We're not just bringing. If you first bring, let's just say somebody gets hurt, like you know the offensive line, and you got to bring some people in. You don't need to con- consult me for that, okay? But if we bringing Cam Newton in for the money I have to pay for Cam Newton, somebody better tell me why we bringing Cam Newton in, and if that season don't get turned around, y'all fired. Okay, here, but here, here's here's where it goes, and and it, the owner, the GM, the coach, trust. Today's NFL, you don't see long these long tenure coaches. You got Sean Payton. I guarantee you, probably more than likely, Sean Payton and the GM, they don't have to go to. Is it Benson? The Benson no, still own no,
0: that? No, no, he's gone. His uh, his wife. Uh, His wife owns. It. You know, he passed away.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying Miss, Mrs. Benson. She owns yeah. it, right? Yes. Uh, okay. If I if I got Sean Payton and whoever that GM is, that's when you don't have to consult me. Because you've been long tenure. You've proven yourself. Okay? This combination of Ron Rivera, which is you putting out a shit show on the field. You got a, a GM. How long has he been a GM?
0: Uh, Martin Mayhew became the GM over the summer.
1: But before that, does he have a GM any GM experience? Yes, he was the GM over in uh in, in Detroit. How, okay, yeah. I definitely <laughs> I definitely need you to come in. Matter of fact, when you go pee, when you go to the bathroom, <laughs> I need to know when you leaving. <laughs> yeah, I def, see, but that's that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but, that's what I'm but, talking about. But, but hold on. You know the Fords are fucking
0: cheap. I, they wouldn't I, open the pocketbook for him
1: okay but okay I understand that but then that tested <laughs> that that is your GM ability what yeah, can but you do, what can you do with little
0: uh, answer may- me a question okay you down to your last dollar and the Detroit Lions are telling you they want to sign you for three hundred thousand dollars but you got a shot it's maybe about a 20 twenty five percent shot of going to the Rams for a workout to make 1.5. Are you gonna sign with Detroit?
1: It depends where am I at on my career? Am I am I mid tier, top tier? Am I lower you, tier? You,
0: you're 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 mid. Let's say you you're 27, 20 you know what you were a running back. You're 23, 24. You haven't even you don't have any miles on your legs like that. You ran for a thousand yards in a backup role. When you were, when you know, the year before, so you're trying to catch on, and they're offering you three hundred thousand, but you got a chance to go out to L.A. and play for the Rams, and you got a, you got way more shelf life.
1: Of, of course, of course, you're gonna. It, it, it depends. It depends. If you're going to the Rams to be a backup,
0: no, you're going out there. Either both places, you're going to be a starter, but you're okay. either going to be a starter for three hundred thousand. Or you got a chance to be a starter for 1.5 a year.
1: Okay. It, of course that makes sense. You're gonna to go to the Rams for 1.5 a year. But
0: let me and flip that's it. how Detroit treats people. They okay. under and even Ben said going to the Rams. Detroit undervalues players.
1: But let me flip and reverse this. That is the GM of Detroit's fault, and this is Ron Rivera's fault and the GM now, because you knew what you were getting into when you came here. When you took that GM job in Detroit. They already have a reputation. Pittsburgh has a reputation. And, and Mike Tomlin, certain franchises, you're not going to get to pick your, 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 uh, your, your staff. It is what it is. But you know this coming in. You know you go to but, Dallas, you have as a head coach, everything's getting handpicked for you. Yeah, that's no that's a
0: shame. If I but, can't pick my crew, that's a problem.
1: But you're 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 fussing at the wrong person. You you still have a chance to not sign a contract and go take it. out. Okay, then Detroit is the next head coaching job. But you know, if you go to Detroit, you're working with pennies, and it's going to test you as a coach. It's going to test you as a GM. You know, if you come to Washington, Dan Snyder hasn't. This isn't a five year tenure. Dan Snyder's owned this team since 1996. And I'm sure everybody in the league, 99, what, 99, 99. I'm sorry. Um, well, they moved to 96? Why well, I have 96 in my head?
0: 96, uh, they moved into, nope, FedEx. that was 97 we moved into FedEx. Well, okay. Jack Kent Cook Stadium, that was 97.
1: Okay. Um, you know what you're getting into when you come to Washington. You know what Dan Snyder's reputation is. So if you still come take this job, that is on you. So everything that's happening, if, if, if something's going on with Dan and Ron and the GM, that's, that's on them. No one asked them to take that job. They had a choice. If you go to if – if Detroit called you right now, KG, and say, look, we've been listening to your show. We really feel like you know what you're doing with your you know, football. Can you come and we'll make you an assistant GM? Okay. You're going to take it, right?
0: Assistant GM. I need to know the ramifications like what, 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 what say so do I have? Am I just, is it just a token position? Do I have a chance to, you know, interview for the GM position? Cause it's going to be open. Well,
1: well, well, we're, we want you, we want to bring you in. We feel like you have football knowledge. It's going to be a learning position. We're going to pay you. It's going to be kind of like a, a, uh, an intern position, but you're paid. You're going to learn on a job. And you will have a chance in the future if we feel like you're, you know, you're doing a good job and the uh current GM leaves, we will consider you. We'll give you an interview.
0: Mm. What other options I got? You don't I'm, have any options. I don't, I don't I don't the thing is I don't That's like true. that that terminology We'll consider you. So you want me to work under a GM. If he leaves, I don't get I get considered, quote unquote, for the job. So basically I'll just be a token interview.
1: You could be. But this also, this also could get you your start in the NFL. That is no, true. Nobody's calling you. Detroit that, that. Detroit, being Detroit just happened to listen to our show and be like, you know what, maybe they can help us. But this this is what I'm saying. If you take that Detroit job, you know what you're getting into.
0: Do I get to put together the staff under me? Do I get to put together the scouting department and things like that?
1: No, you're asking for too much. Because you don't, but, you I don't mean, have to. You don't that's have any. The, you don't have any football experience,
0: but that's that's assistant GM. If it's a learning position, let me put a staff together of people that know more than me. No, you. So can, we all can look
1: good. You're. We want you to shadow our GM. We 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 like you. We feel like you're. You know, you got really good football knowledge. We want you to shadow our GM, and we want you to learn. When you get there, now you might be able to talk to the GM and learn some stuff, and maybe he you know, go through the list and pick stuff stuff, but Detroit is just offering you this because they feel like you're knowledgeable. Just like Mike Mayock. Hey, yeah. man, you, we need you. You're knowledgeable. Come in here and help us turn this thing around. You know what I'm saying? Um, but, but that's what I'm saying. When you take certain jobs, you go to Detroit, you know Detroit already told you, look, we ain't spending a whole bunch of money. You got to work with this. They tell you this up front. The GM, you got to work with this. This is all you got. And, you know, it's yours to take this, how much we're going to pay. Now, you got to, You can't complain about it after you sign it.
0: That's true. Because you signed it. Nobody exactly. told you to sign it. You signed exactly. It. But now, the GM is Brad Holmes. Brad Holmes is a young cat. He's only uh, 42. And... Ray Agnew is the assistant general manager So you telling me I gotta, I gotta Follow Brad Holmes Brad Holmes is young and, up, and, and upcoming So you know that that's somebody to learn from But I would have we would have to get I need to talk to Chris Spielman Because Chris Spielman need to talk to Sheila Ford and, and, and William Clay Ford So we can get some daggone money We we need money That's the only way we gonna win is If we spend money
1: No it's not It's not that's, See Washington is proof of that. The team right here in your backyard is proof of that. Over the years, you can spend as much money as you want; it does not guarantee you wins.
0: But hold on, when I say spend money, you know what I mean? Spend money on what's that? You need to up you. You have to spend money in certain places. I'm not saying have a fortune five hundred team. We've seen how that worked in 2000. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is you have to spend money to upgrade your positions. You don't have. I'm looking over there, receivers. Geronimo Allison, Trinity Benson, Cadero Hodge, Tom Kennedy, Khalif Raymond, Almond Rod Ra St. Brown. Who? Who? <laughs> I'm, 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 let, let me get a little closer so you can hear me. Who? I'm sorry, I don't know these guys. I know none of these guys. I knock my, knock my headphones out <laughs> there. My bad. Knock my headphones out there. But who are these guys? I'm going to upgrade the position. I need to spend some money to upgrade. I'm sorry.
1: Your money, the money is going to make you lazy. And I'm not saying, look, money, being able to open up the, the checkbook to get some, you know, proven talent is cool. But if you don't have the money, how good are you as a scout? How good are you picking out guys like Bill Belichick do can, that can help your team and the way that they can help your team. Whether you're good underneath like Cole Beasley, you get a receiver like he, hey, he's open underneath all the time. Remember when, uh, remember when the Patriots took Chris Hogan from Buffalo? Mm-hmm. Open all the time underneath. Pure route runner.
0: But you got you, I, uh, you got Cole Beasley, Edelman. Uh, who else am I forgetting in that? And uh, Hogan. Who else was in that slot in New England? Because they did it. Three, four, five times.
1: Wasn't it Dion Branch? Dion Branch was one of them. I can't remember. Um, Troy Brown was one. Troy Brown. Troy Brown was. Yeah, I mean, but but this is what I'm saying. It's a whole recipe. Like other teams have a bigger crock pot, more seasoning. Yes, but you 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 have a smaller crock pot and some seasoning, but you can still make your dish taste good. You just have to do a little bit more. You might have to prep your meat more. You might have to put it in a salt brine to tenderize it. You might have to inject it. The other teams are just, they got more season. They got 20 herbs and spices. And, you know, they just throwing it in the oven, bam, it tastes good. You got to do a little bit more legwork. And this is where it separates the good GMs, the good coaches, the good coordinators from the average and the bad coordinators, GMs, assistant GMs front offices in Detroit right now getting yeah, in a rebuilder mode, but they just don't have a recipe right now. And everybody can blame or oh, they don't spend no money, but we've watched new England time and time again, plug piece at the piece at the piece at the piece for veteran minimums for rookies for, you know, remedy. They, they got Shaq Mason. I believe Shaq Mason is he a Right. Tackle. For uh, New England, I believe Shaq Mason, he get they got him as a rookie, coming out as a stud, you know.
0: But here's my thing with Detroit: Detroit never sp- they don't even spend money on their homegrown talent. They don't spend money on free agents. They can't draft, so they have way more problems. See, the problem is with Washington: Washington spend money on homegrown talent. They'll spend money. I mean, well, they'll, they'll, they'll spend money on free agents. They have a shaky draft history. And they, if they actually put it all together, this team would be pretty daggone good, year in and year out. And the thing is, you know where you, where, where, and it's not much. It's not much talent out there, but you have to go mine it. It's, it's like Bitcoin. You got to go mine it
1: to but, find it. But isn't that the same thing Detroit has to do with less money? Washington has a bigger, bigger, bigger purse that you know that that allows them to touch more talent pool and they're still getting it wrong because they're signing the wrong guys and that's the same thing that, the same thing Detroit is doing on another level because I guarantee you I guarantee you if you if you put the right people together the right talent evaluators my look I got this guy coming out of TCU that can make a difference I got this I got this lineman out of Wyoming nobody's looking at check him out you can put your pieces together. You just have to do it more meticulously. You have to, you, you have to get your microscope and you have to slur- search for your talent. The Redskins are just basically throwing a piece of steak out and the first zebra to come out and, and eat it, that's who they shoot and they bring it back. <laughs> they had that luxury. They got extra steak.
2: Mm-hmm. You don't
1: no, you don't handle no steak with Detroit. You got to go wrestle it. You got to go you know get on a horse, get your rope, Lasso it down, tie it up, bring it in, kill it, cut it, clean it. You just gotta do more steps in Detroit. And they just haven't found the recipe yet. that not mean that the GM is a good, maybe he's maybe they don't have a good scouts. I don't know what's going on in Detroit. I don't live in Detroit. That's been a mess for a long time.
0: Handcuffed. Just like the scouts here. Handcuffed. If I send you out to scout a guy, you come back with this great, brilliant scouting report. We know we got this guy. They got him rated as a fourth round pick, but we got him rated as third round. He's really a third round guy. We say we're gonna draft him in the third round, but then hit the owner comes. No, nah, I don't want to draft that guy. I want to draft this guy.
1: And and that is that is that's where that's where you, you, you you
0: that's where we have the problem at in DC. Dude, Too many cooks is, in the kitchen. I don't need is, Daniel is Snyder saying anything. That is if a you want to say something, yep. say, ooh, that's a good pick, y'all. That's a real good pick. I watched tape on him. That's a real good pick. That's what I want Daniel Snyder saying. I don't need you. You don't see that whole being on the phone in the war room. I don't need that from Daniel Snyder because that 20 years of that 20 years two playoff wins. That's not what it is. I never got that from Jack King cook. I don't want it from Daniel Snyder. I want to go back to 80s Redskins. And yes, I say the Redskins. I want to go back to the 80s where we were in contention all day, every day, every year, we were in contention. We made the playoffs. We made the NFC Championship game on the regular. At least we had a shot. Four Super Bowl appearances, three Super Bowl titles in 11 years. These are the things that I want to go back to. You know how we did that? We had an owner that let football people make football decisions. And he didn't have to spend a whole bunch of money.
1: It wasn't. But a let those guys do their job. To spend back then.
0: Yeah, it w- it really wasn't.
1: But 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 don't think for a second, Mr. Cook didn't have say in who they were signing and what his money was being spent on. And that that I think that's where we differ at. I agree the meddling, and you know, trying to hand choose a player, your favorite player because you like him or he's from the area or you think you can sell jerseys with him. That that's absurd, and that's not where it goes. But if we're if we're in a war room, and, and this happens before the war room, you know, you should already have your your scouts and your draft people already sending people your your people the list. The GM should already be on this. Mm-hmm. It's week eight. The GM should already be on the two thousand and twenty two draft. Yes, okay? it's week eight. Do y'all hear me? The GM should already be in talking about. All right, let me see what we got here. We we having trouble with safety help. Um, we're down. We're not durable at the line position. I like I like our running backs. I like our running backs. I'm not even gonna look at running back. Now they gonna look at running back unless somebody comes in with four three four two speed. Then I gotta look at it
0: and catches um, out the backfield
1: and catches out the backfield. But you have that. You have that with three back, two backs. Gibson, McKissick. Uh, what's the other kid that was running yesterday? Jared Patterson. Jared Patterson. And and I told you. I said. I thought it was going to be – actually, it, it was McKissick. Gibson, after them fumbles, his his touches went down. Mm-hmm. His touches went down. If you if you notice, McKissick got that work out the backfield with the, the passes and uh, Patterson. You know, I like the way he ran. And that's – that's uh, you know, just changing the subject for – that's detrimental to Gibson because you got two other backs that can make work and can hold on to the rock. Your days are done. Hmm. <laughs> Okay, that's a whole nother subject, but I just feel like it's even even with your owner now, you can't ask somebody, you know, hey, we're gonna draft this kid, just sign the check. I want to know about the kid. Like, if you're doing your research as a GM, the owner shouldn't even have to ask you for what you're looking at. Like, hey, I'm looking at these. Uh, This is what I'm looking at. You send them a report. Hey, this is what I'm looking at. Kid's got a clean background, um, raised by his mom, raised by his grandmother, no parent, no father in the house, or father was abusive, mom was abusive, mom and dad were drug addicts, whatever the rap sheet is on this kid. And then you let, you let them make the decision. We talked about Darius Geis and his problems that popped up all of a sudden when he was here. And I, we talked about it. I said he had them problems way before, and the team knew about that. You're not going to tell me the team didn't know about that. The team knew about it, and they chose, like, all right, we can kind of weasel our way through this and kind of hide this. That's what I'm talking about. Now, if you send me that report as a GM, and I'm looking at these, this kid and potential discharge and that charge, I'm like, hell no. I don't give a fuck what he runs. No, you're not bringing this kid here. Fine. You should have your choices A, B, C, D, E, F, G. And just like in Detroit, if you're, you know, you're not. Look, I say for years, the Washington Wizards were not going to land no big name free agents. Nobody wants to come here for multiple reasons. Um, it's DC. It's not as fast as New York. It's not as fast as L.A. It's not Miami. It's not Houston. You know what I'm saying? It's not these places, okay? You're going to have to build your own, right? I said Mm -hmm. this for a long time. So if you're the GM of the Wizards, you don't have the luxury of the L.A. Lakers, where you can only have option A and B. All right, if I don't get the Anthony Davis trade, then I'm going to go through another avenue and get the Anthony Davis trade. You don't you don't have you don't have that you don't have that luxury. If you're the Wizards GM or the Detroit GM, you have to have options A through M. Because you you're trying to get better. You don't have the luxury. The Lakers just snap their fingers and people trade them. Oh, you want our good, you want our best pieces and you want to give us a a seventh round draft pick? Okay, cool. And in case you don't realize, the NBA doesn't have a seventh round.
2: <laughs>
1: okay You don't You're never going to be on par The teams are never going to be on par I don't care how much uh, Salary they share Revenue they share They're never going to be on par Because if you ask anybody uh, We give you a choice of Washington or Detroit People are going to pick Washington uh, We'll give you the choice of Detroit or Jacksonville People going to pick Jacksonville Mm-hmm. Uh, we go. What about uh, Detroit, Green Bay? Of course, Green Bay. I'm going to Green Bay. You know, because I want to, to win. Cleveland. Detroit, Cleveland. I'm going to Cleveland. Nobody Cleveland. wants to go to Detroit. So no. that's when you—that's when you have to go find the guys that are hungry. That you maybe you can work with. Let's just say the the, the football team cuts Gibson. I'm, if I'm Detroit, I'm signing Gibson because you know his his up 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 his uh his talent level is there. Maybe you can get somebody to work with him on his hands. That's the type of talent as a Detroit Lions fan, as a Washington Wizards fan. Those are the type of people you have to go get. Those are the people you have to go get. You you have to roll the dice on the Terrell Owens. You know, you try and put a team together, Terrell, you know, when he was causing all the mischief and stuff. You have to roll the dice on the Antonio Brown you like, you know, mm-hmm. you sitting on your team. You're like, man, you got a Detroit team. Let's just say when Antonio Brown was going through that whole thing, going from team to team, and you're like, man, this we were 7-9 and nine last year, and we were actually a couple plays away from winning this division. We lost a couple of games tight, and if I get Antonio Brown in here, I think we can win 10 or 11 games. That is what you do as a Detroit Lions fan. The Raiders can snap their fingers. All right, we'll take a chance on Antonio Brown. Pittsburgh, Green Bay, Tampa Bay. They can snap their fingers like, yeah, we'll take a chance. We'll take a chance. Detroit got to have a damn parade. They got to wine and dine him, his family, his ex-wife, his girlfriend from high school. They got to rent him a Lambo. They got to do all this stuff. They got to put... They got to a, hire a crew of 200,000 people to make Detroit look like Tampa Bay. When he landed, he was like, This is Detroit? I ain't never been to Detroit before. This is actually pretty nice.
0: They got to give him the old college tour where they yeah. bring out all the all the stops.
1: All the stops. And as soon as he signed on the dotted line, all the curtains and stuff fall and be like, right, Welcome to Detroit. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Brother. Yeah. We 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 didn't
0: went. I looked at this time though We didn't we had one hour and twenty two minutes.
1: I know, I know we are. I think yeah, we had but, a solid show though.
0: Yes, we did. But we got to put a pen in this because I know we're gonna talk more offline. But we ain't done. But I think th- this debate. I think we 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 see an eye to eye, but we're missing each other on certain points. But we see the points. But I'm looking one way, you're looking another. But everything is not always about. Uh, uh, agreeing. Sometimes you can agree to disagree, but this is one of them things that only way it's going to be solved is if Washington does something better. Now, they trade Landon Collins, they trade uh, Jonathan Allen, and they get back picks. An abundance of picks coming up in the draft is a good thing. If Because wa- uh, Philadelphia, if I'm not mistaken, has three of the first 11 picks next year. We need to compete with that. We need to start moving up in the draft and start getting things like that. So guys need to start moving. So, but brother, we need to get out of here. We, 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 we didn't argue and burnt these people ears off and people done left and came back. Hey, lady, see, I see you. <laughs> but uh, tomorrow we got a lot to talk about. I know the man of the y'all, Delonte, got something to say about the blockbuster that happened today. And, of course, by the time we come back tomorrow, the NFL trade deadline will be over because that's at 4 p.m. So stay tuned for that. And maybe we'll see some action. Maybe Washington make some moves. But until then, we are the sideline junkies. We did overtime. And now we are out of here.